We rollin'! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Repos and a Pod Podcast! Yeah, yeah, we back, we back, boy. Woo, that uh, intro. Goes so hard. Shout out to Burt Watson, Bruce Buffer. Let's go. Batman on the ones and twos on the track. Michael Johnson here. Chad Skelly. Batman going. Yo, um, if anybody wants to know that beat in that song, Bubba, explain where that comes from and 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 how it made. Yeah, man, for sure. We back like a herpy girl from the 18s. Um, Oh lord, that song is some shit that I did down in Atlanta, baby. We's, uh, I got my boy Coda on the beat, and, you know, I got away with words, so, you know, I just uh, I put my little spin on it. Some of y'all can go check that out, but for the most part, man, y'all needed an intro, and I was like, yo, Mike, Chaz, y'all got to check out this this beat, because the one that you sent me was, like, very, very in that lane, so I was like, yo, I, I got to see if I can... If I can put my, my music on this channel, baby, see if I can get out there, so that's where, that's where it came from. Yeah, perfect. So another hidden talent that nobody knew about our man's a musician over there. So might want to stay out of Atlanta too much. Don't go down there. I mean, it's a little sketchy out there. Yeah, no, no. Trust me, I already know. Eight out of ten men that I meet look at me differently. So yeah, I'm, I hope they I'm didn't touch you differently. Out of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. My Chaz. man Keith Lee got pinched up in Atlanta. He came to Atlanta. And- and they don't kick him out of Atlanta because all his food critic shit. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna definitely stay away from Atlanta. They ain't got they ain't got my type. <laughs> hey bro, we got I gotta tell you a little story about Atlanta. Very first time I ever went to Atlanta, I wasn't going to Atlanta. We were moving. Uh, I was probably like only seven or eight years old, so this had to have been eighty-five, nine, probably ninety-two, ninety-three. Uh, Atlanta was pr- pretty dangerous, you know, pretty dangerous city dangerous. at that time. It just so happened to be we were moving. We didn't have cell phones back then. We had a walkie-talkie in our truck. Our truck was loaded down like the Clampets, you know, dude, like we were poor, dirt poor. We had this old-ass truck with a raggedy trailer behind it. We had it loaded from, I mean, loaded up with just tarps and bungee cords, like holding everything together. And, uh, we got separated from my mom and my sister. Me and my dad were in the truck with the dogs, towing the trailer. We were we were running out of gas. We didn't have any way to tell them to pull over. We needed gas. We just had walkie-talkies. We couldn't get any reception, you know? So we're trying to like, hey, pull over. We have to take the exit because we're about to run out of gas. Coming to this gas station, and it was like very clear from the moment that we exited, we exited the wrong exit. <laughs> I mean, we're like probably the two only white people within 30 miles and we're in the wrong very, area boy <laughs> very white but i wouldn't very, call Atlanta dangerous white. like i mean hey, i guess if you're white I, yeah i, I guess I, boys will run up ask if you need some water see you pull out the cash and then put a gun in your face it's, it's, hey, it's different <laughs> i'm not gonna lie so we sputtered into a gas station bro we, we sputtered into a gas station when we park right there we're completely out of gas and the gas, the guy that was working at the gas station came out and told my dad, he's like, you know, my, my dad went in there, was like, could I use a phone? I got to try and call the cops, see if they can like locate my wife and tell her we're back here. She had the, she had the wallet, you know, she had all the money. And uh, he, the guy's like, 
No, I'm gonna give you guys like ten bucks in gas, and you can just get on out. Because it was like it was like getting late, getting dark. He's like, uh, you guys can just get on out of Look here. Look at that white privilege <laughs> works everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> God is our savior, man. Yeah, I know, right? Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, guys, this weekend I was um. I was a little bummed and shocked out. I was getting ready for John Jones to finally fight Stipe. But obviously, we know what happened. The fight got thrown off. And then I was looking at the card today. You know what? I'm not too mad. Like, we still got a great main event, and we still got a great co-main event. And those two guys. And, and the card seems fully stacked, and yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for a great. Card. I, I, I want to know, you know, other than John Jones being on it, I don't know who's on the card. No, uh, Pajera, Pajera and Pereska. Are fighting. He's coming back from his year-long layoff. Uh, Tom Aspinall is fighting the um, big Russian guy. I can't really think of his name, but the dude oh, just yeah, I like that matchup. Knocks everybody like out. But um, I always thought Tom Aspinall was the guy to be able to beat John Jones in the heavyweight division. Like I think this kid's Why gonna you be think that because because of his athleticism, the way he moves. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is athleticism. His um. His stand-up from his wrestling down to his um, ground game, you know, it's very tricky. He's heavy. He's heavy, but he moves like a light heavyweight, damn near middleweight. Like, he's very fast. He's got very clean boxing. And he's 23. Like I said, I was going to play the fact that I really don't think, like, age plays a factor, but he's very young, and he just continues to get better. Yeah, um, the young mixed with the maturity that we see in the cage is what I, you know, I, I can see why that would help. Because, yeah, it's one thing to be young, but to be young and then to have an IQ of a, of a, of a vet or something like that, that definitely plays into it. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I, uh, that, that heavyweight fight, for as long as it lasts, is going to be, I'm like <laughs> crazy interested in that fight. Because that, um, Sergey. That guy, man, he hits so hard. It's like everybody hits just goes down. And same as Michael. I've I've been huge on Tom Aspinall for since the first time I saw him. So the guy's just uh, he's very slick. He has very slick boxing. He moves very well. Uh, he he has good takedowns. He has great jujitsu. You know, he's like very well rounded. I would look for him to come out and really try and stay super tight and just look for takedowns right away. You know, I think Sergey. I, I can't remember. I haven't looked up his record, but. Did he did he get knocked out by uh Alistair? Did Alistair like <laughs> ground him or something? It's, yeah, something crazy. You know, we all got those losses that shouldn't have happened. I think that was one. No, <laughs> and I don't disagree with that. But I I could see Tom Aspinall if he could get an early takedown, you know, I could see him. I don't think he goes down. for an early takedown. I think he's good enough on his feet. I think he's fast enough and quick enough to stand out of the way of this guy's big shots. And um, he keeps his hands up, and he's got good movement. I think he lets this guy swing himself tired, and then he goes in and finishes him. I definitely don't see it going past the second. So, man, I don't. I, don't go that I, just, I can't agree with that game plan. I think. All right, we'll if you, see. If you are a, if you're a guy and you know you have a better ground game, you know that you're good on top, you know that you have good wrestling, and you think this guy's big and he might guess. Why not gas him out on the ground in the first, and then if you want to fuck him up, fuck him up on the feet in the second. Yeah, I mean, true, but you gotta uh, you gotta think that the Russian guy knows that maybe that is his game plan. He's just gonna be sent back waiting for him to shoot some takedown. You know, that's we all know that's a little dangerous spot to be. If yeah, oh yeah, 
For sure. No, yeah. I, I think I, I think, definitely don't disagree with that. I think you just got to mix it up, man. At that at that level with those high level guys, when you're on that type of stage, mixing it up is the best thing to do. Of course, you know you want to go to your places of uh, strength. You want to get to your wrestling. You want to get to your dominant spots. But when you got a guy that good, I don't think you can just pertain to one discipline. You got to mix it up to confuse them, and then that's when you want to go to the shit that you and your coach talk about. Definitely, definitely. Uh, the heavy. But or- I like that. Um, I like that Mackenzie Dern's Andrade fight. Um, I know Mackenzie's up and not up and coming, but she's been shitting on a lot of people, been doing her thing. I was her wrestling coach for about five fights back then when she was on her up and up, and and then I actually back when she was just pulling guard. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I wouldn't have no problem with that. Get that shit out of there. I'm sure he didn't have a problem with her pulling guard. Come on. When I was coaching her, she was still married. So, you know, kings don't play with other kings' things. That's how it works. Yeah, but the queens are the ones that fuck that up. (laughs) No, that is an interesting fight, too, though, man. Mackenzie Dern's got some really, really, really slick jujitsu. Yeah, I don't know if they're putting her in that position to be a gatekeeper. Like, you know, the name is good, but are you gatekeeping or is this a contender? What are we doing? Yeah, she. She's newly divorced and single. She's fighting like a whole new person. Like if y'all watched that last fight, like fresh out of her relationship and it's been like big and broadcasted all over the place. Like I think she's going to come in here on that same energy. You know, I think she did some interview about, I don't know if this is true. I didn't look into it, but it sounded like her ex is like taking money from her. Like does he have. Yeah, no, um, it's a bad situation. I was, I was, I was behind the ones and twos with that whole situation. I knew Wesley. I knew McKenzie. Is that I the get? Is that the surfer? Is that the surfer kid with the yeah, big yeah, ass yeah. hair? Well, he's, he's a young surfer kid who was acting as though he was her manager. Like he was, he was telling me what percentages I was supposed to get from her. I used like to see that. him like, at the bro. fights. He used to act like he was the wife. Like I used to see this dude. Yeah, like he was, he was the one wife. like carrying the baby and like. Like fucking de- damn near like tears, and I was just looking at him like, really? Like you this is kind of like yeah, he's yeah, the one. Yeah, bro. He I, tries I, to be a man, you know, with the numbers, trying to talk, you know, for her for you know different sponsorships or or negotiating what coaches are being paid or something like that. But after you look at him, you're like, boy, you're you're a child. Don't fucking talk yeah. to me. I'm talking to I'm talking to the business part. <laughs> don't, don't I don't mind him carrying the kid and around like that. But you like if you like ever seen this guy, you just like. Like really? Like who? Like who the fuck is this guy? Like, oh man, I've always wanted to be a stay-at-home dad. (laughs) No, but he's a pro surfer. I heard he's a pro surfer, so he does (laughs) really well. Yeah, but so that's what I'm confused. I don't want to surf anymore. I want to take care. Hey, go make me some money. I would love to stay at home and take care of the kids. I'm on your side, bro. I've been looking for a sugar mama. I'm on your side. That's like every fighter's <laughs> like retirement plan. Like, come on, like, we've been going through this bullshit. Like, where's my sugar mama at now? Nah. Like, I'll bake the cookies. Like, don't worry. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be clean. <laughs> hey, we can go down to Houston. Houston got some good... Some some older women that are nicely shaped in in the sugar mama category. They they got that oil money down there. You might want to check out Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they might be too big though down there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know about that one. You know, then then you got to handle with like dog pets and like and everything else down there in Houston. If you go in and get a relationship, speaking of dogs, have y'all seen the story about your boy? Y'all boy, Izzy with his dog, some like conspiracy theory shit just like popped up. Um, 
Yeah, I guess he's like he gets intimate with his animals or his dogs. I don't know. I always thought something was up with him. That's Yo, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't really care uh, what you do at night and who you go home with, who you go home with, and who you sleep with. But there has always been, you know, a little bit of like mm, that guy. Uh, I ain't never seen him with no females. The pearl, the pearl, you know, things and the everybody got their own. And we in a new school generation of you know people painting their nails and shit. But to me, it's just it's just a little bit off. And I and you know, if if I was in Atlanta, I I, I would figure he would he'd get trapped up. He's gay for sure. I'm gonna be honest. I'm sorry. He's a badass motherfucker. He's a bad. Yeah, he's one of the. Listen, like, <laughs> if you were to get your ass whooped by a fag, he's the one to do it. I fucking promise you that, boy. And like, and nobody trying to say that shit to his face. I tell you that because, <laughs> like, no problem. So hey, hey, I think he's even said it. Like, I'm gonna paint my nails and and, and end up knocking you out with him in, in some fight. Ended up doing it. So yeah, he said that about the Strickland. He said that the Strickland. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll paint my nails and knock you out with him. Yeah, well, that didn't go his way in that fight, but you know it happens. Oh yeah, here's this guy. Strickland he may have just got some all-time ammunition for the press conference because this story of Israel Adesanya. Is very disturbing. Starts with a video of Izzy touching his dog in the man part, saying it's Willy time. In response to that video, all he Fucked said up. was "Rip Millie." There's also this video of Izzy chewing R.I.P. Millie, and then baby birding it to his dog, feeding his dog from his mouth to his mouth. And then the MMA. That's white people shit, isn't it, Chaz? Yeah, that's some white people shit right there. Uh, my man, my man been in Australia too long. More times than not, you're gonna think puppy <laughs> hey, means dog. We might have to go get that. I don't want to go get. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, I'm, I'm going to send a text to Usman or something. Be like, yo, help, help. Boy, get your dance. <laughs> That's at Joe Rogan's place. But, I mean, like, I've always... I always knew he was suspect, but, like I said, I mean... To each their own. He's, I mean, he's Izzy. Like I said, he's one of the baddest dudes on the planet. So, hey, I got no problem with it. Like, if that's all you want to do, go ahead. I always thought it was weird, bro. The only time, the only time Izzy came to the gym and worked out with us, uh, I had Winston at the gym with me, and he asked if he could babysit Winston. I just stop lying. Weird. I, I never put two and two together. Stop lying, did he? <laughs> no, bro. I never met him. I never even met him. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is is what is it, it, a good thing about it. Like this, this is Izzy if he was a white kid in in college. This will this will skip me. Yeah. <laughs> Cheating if you spread peanut butter all over your testicles and let your dog lick it off. Because it's your dog. Because it's your dog. You know, because it's your dog. Yeah, yeah, we got it. That's definitely some white people shit right there. And I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Van Wilder, but there's a a scene where they, um, like, he's got this little bulldog. And his nuts are probably like 20 pounds in the <laughs> in the movie. And they did a prank on this like other frat in the group. So they just jacked off the dog and they he came in all these donuts or these uh, hot dogs or some shit. And they sent him over to the frat and they like ate a ball up. Like this shit was crazy. Like <laughs> Why don't I remember that part? Bro, <laughs> it's the funniest shit ever. It's just it's too much sperm. It's in high demand, you know, <laughs> and especially if you're unvaccinated. Chaz, I don't know about you guys, Chaz or Bubba. Did you guys get this vax shot not too long ago? 
I did not. No, sir. Zombie semen? I no, pure sir. Pure blood, baby. Pure blood. I'm I'm in high demand for these bitches on I, Facebook. Yeah, I saw I saw the thing. Women are looking for uh women are looking for sperm from men. They're looking for me. Now. Going to Facebook groups, going to you know, I mean like But they're looking for sperm donors. Like they're not looking yeah, to get no, fucked. Are they looking to get fucked by some dude? That didn't get no, vaccinated. No, no. They're they, they gonna they gonna do the syringe <laughs> route. They just they just need the the substance. Yeah, like they how much? How how much are they paying? You know. I mean, hey hey, you might you might be able to tap in with some of them, get that sugar mama deal going. You know what I'm saying? You got a hey, good point, but uh, sugar mama's not trying, trying to have out. no kids. Like they're all dried up. Like they ain't trying to have yeah, no kids. Exactly. Like you know, if you dude, they gotta <laughs> they gotta know if it's the real deal though. They gotta like. That's like that's like a drug nowadays that uh it's so valuable. That How do they find out if it's real? Some guys got eighteen kids, right? I, Bro, I just not, looked I something up. I bet there's a taste test. I bet <laughs> yeah. you can taste test it. A blind taste yeah, test. I'm not vaccinated, so I, I'm sure that I can give some away and then figure out who is vaccinated, see what it tastes like. Yo, look at I what I just found for you guys. Look at this. Unvaccinating, unvaccinated sperm really the next Bitcoin. I got a bunch of them. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> Damn. Yo. There you the go. Way I ooze it out, the way I ooze it out, that's going to be a treasure chest right there. I got I got golden balls right now. They're going to know. Because you ain't had sex in about been... two, three weeks. You fighting in a few days. <laughs> you feel me? I'm, I'm loaded up oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, but that's my thing. Like, like, real, like real talk. Like, how could they like tell? Like I guess because because the, there's no records of who got vaccinated. Like the unvaccinated, the vaccinated sperm is gonna taste real liberal. It's gonna <laughs> have, like, that's just gonna that's just gonna taste like Bath and Body Works. So they're <laughs> spitting. Then they're definitely yeah, not mean, swallowing. They're yeah, spitting for yeah, sure. Bath and Body Works, Moonlight Path. My sperm's gonna be tasting like brute. Let's hope not. That's just funny. That's just funny. That's fucking way but too you're much. Right, though. Like I don't, I don't really know how they would tell. I guess there's maybe some um in the blood. There's maybe some dip effects that the um the vaccine may have had versus the ones that have never been vaccinated. Maybe that maybe that's how they like. I mean, it's a serious thing. These people want their children to be untapped by the government. So, I mean, I'm sure they have figured out the, the nuances to getting it right. Yeah, they got exactly everything. enough without getting Because if the heat. money's in it, they're going to be people faking it. No, I've never been vaccinated. Give me that money. I've never been vaccinated. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, how are they going to tell but that? That's funny because it went from people faking being vaccinated to people faking not being vaccinated. That tells you how yeah. bad and dangerous the vaccine yeah, is. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Terrible. Yeah, Everybody got. Sick. I got the first shot. I'm not gonna lie. I got the first one. Oh, but it was the second. Bro. But it was the second version. It was the second version of the first one. If that makes you sense. You had that Pfizer. That that shit they sent back. You had that. Pfizer. No, I had the. I had they the. That shit. No. So the first ones I think were the ones that were fucking everybody up, and that's the ones that were. Something was wrong with him. The one I got was completely fine. Like I took it with nothing. I probably pissed it out that night. I didn't go back to get the second one. I was like, yeah, I'm getting this shit. Like, and the, Mike's Mike's sperm tasted like Moonlight Path. Like, man, ask your mama, like boy. 
See, you see how easy it is with the mama jokes? You just set me up with a mama joke. So easy. So easy. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. Didn't you didn't hear it. hear it? Well, our fans heard it. Everybody <laughs> heard it. And I said, ask your mom how my semen tastes if you didn't hear it. All right, let's call her. <laughs> <laughs> you might be disappointed with the answer she gives you. I'm <laughs> yeah, it's just, speaking of chilling out, Um, I was scrolling on fucking Instagram when I'm bored. I don't like doing it, but... I saw this 21-year-old kid that got busted for 8.5 mil worth of mushrooms, some psychedelic mushrooms in Connecticut. That's, That's all about where you at, baby. He wouldn't have got touched in Oregon. Yeah, and, and you know, I thought of that too, but at the same time, 8.5 mil is a lot of fucking product. Yeah, yeah, especially in a legal state. Especially in a legal state. You it, overkilled that shit. Yeah, right. And like, what's he? What was he planning on doing with it? Like, I don't but know. his shit got to be like cross state lines. You know what I mean? Like to be pushing like that in a, a legal area, that's being you know big meat in fucking Florida. But see, I think Connecticut. <laughs> I think Connecticut was like in the process of getting it decriminalized and and so on and so forth. So, but I mean, still like. They can't turn away from eight point five million dollars worth of product. Like he got to be the distributor for everywhere, <laughs> like everywhere in the Northeast, right? Yeah. At least, right? Like that's crazy. Because I mean, when people buy mushrooms, they don't buy like shitload of mushrooms. Right? I mean, it takes you about a it takes you about a good quarter. Like I got a quarter at my house. I've been waiting to eat, but I need I, I need I got, like I got all kinds. I got shrooms by the by the. Stems and heads, and then I got yeah, chocolate. Some but I've been waiting. I, I like to eat them with someone. I gotta have a, a lady. I, I gotta have a lady friend. I gotta have a lady friend. Pablo, don't get down like that, bro. Don't disrespect my dog like that. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you know how Pablo gets down, and he don't roll like that. Chaz, like, come on. Let's get back to the what mushroom, kind of sir. Got, a French bulldog. Uh, I got a tri-colored pit bull, uh, champagne color. Okay. Chaz, what, what kind of dog do you have? What? We can't. Oh, you can't. Did you see it on the... No, like, we can't. Little baby? He got a fucking blonde, white-haired girl dog. Winston. He's, uh, is Winston not fucking Winston cool? is the homie, though. Winston yeah. is cool. The only well, thing is, he doesn't have his nuts. That's, I know. Damn. That's, that's you fucked did it to up. Dog. Yeah, it's it's, fucked I up. I didn't do it. You... You, it's the most fucked up story you're ever gonna hear. Fucked Listen up. to this. Yeah, I, be, I was talking to her about that. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the story yeah, though. Tell the story. Tell the story, bro. Tell the story. So so I my mom watched my dog for a little bit. Like I, when I went out of town, my mom was watching my dog. And I get back in town and I go over and my mom's like, oh, by the way. I got Winston uh, fixed while you were out of town. She just took him down and got him fixed. She didn't even like say anything to me. That's I fucked was just up. Like, I that's some white people shit. You did that's that. some white people shit. I, I mean, she she thought she was doing something nice, so she's like, "Oh, I figured you were gonna get him fixed anyways," and so I just did it. And I was like, "Hey, but listen to this though." She brought him home from getting him fixed. And she's got a chocolate lab. So she looks out in the backyard and they're hooked up. Like they're <laughs> they're hooked up. The, the, the moment he comes home from getting fixed, 
he still had one in the chamber. He got yeah. pregnant when he came home from getting fixed. Karma, instant, <laughs> instant karma, right? He that's still had one in the moms. chamber. Hell instant. yeah, that's what you get, moms. That's what you yeah. get. <laughs> Crazy. You gotta clear the you, slide. They didn't clear it. Mom. Somebody gonna catch this work. I'm gonna fuck with it. Can we pull up that? Somebody gonna get this nut. Let's pull up that mushroom video because you guys didn't see that. We uh, we strode away from that. Like I want people to like look at this kid. He had eight point something is ridiculous. Like you got to get that man on 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 the on those states that are legalizing the shit. You got to get him some lawyers from those states and then get him uh, uh, LLC. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, he made all this in his garage, and somebody yeah, snitched a, on him. That's a factory, bro. That's a factory. Yeah, and somebody snitched on him, which is another like crazy that thing. Bro, I know some lawyers that could hook that guy up. <laughs> I mean, he looks—he don't look like a kid that takes mushrooms. Like he honestly looks like he. What? Plays with meth. He looks like a kid who definitely takes mushrooms. <laughs> I think he looks like a kid that plays with other drugs. Yeah, but you know, there's gateway shit. You gotta start somewhere. Look at him. Right yeah, he looks more like acid guy. Okay, I, I second that. But the, goal, the only reason why you like acid is because you don't feel like it. I don't know. I, I'm done. Have you done acid? Like, was it LSD? No, I haven't. <clears throat> so I've done it once, and it's just like, like there's nothing like. I did um I did uh what is that shit EDM or uh, uh, that shit that like when you're about to die DMT 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 yeah DMT, I did some of that yeah. did some mushrooms but mm. I haven't done the acid only because I've heard that acid you have a drip a, a later drip and you can get punched in your head and, and it'll come back later or something like I mean that. if you take a bunch of acid maybe but not if you take like one tab or yeah, well, I didn't know that, doctor. So <laughs> I just stayed a, the fuck away from But it. doctor of drugs, DDS, sir. <laughs> I just yeah, stuck my weed in my shrooms. Dude, I, I'm just, I mean, I've smoked a bunch of bud, and uh, that's pretty much it. I've only taken shrooms once. It it made me, my face swell up. Are you allergic, <laughs> Are you allergic yeah, to mushrooms? That's fucked reaction. up. <laughs> and uh that's so i've never i don't do any any other drugs like that i did uh i smoked ice one night on oh accident. fuck no an accident oh, yeah, that's white people shit bro I, <laughs> I was fucked up i was wasted and these people were hitting this bong it looked like a gravity but i thought i was hitting a bong of uh oh no they got to tell you that shit though dude i took dude, a big I'm ass somebody ass i fucked up like how'd that. you feel Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I great. This is exactly how it went. I, I went back, I was I was trying to hook up with this chick, right? And I'm at the strip, I'm actually at the strip club with my buddy. And he's in we're there and uh she calls me and she's like, Hey, you wanna come over? And I'm like, Yeah, we're at the strip club, it's gonna be pretty Friday late. Friday smoky clip like, him running down. He's the like, street. It's all right, we'll be up, we'll be up really late, we'll be up all night. And I was like, That's the first red flag. I didn't realize I was wasted. So I'm like, All right, cool. So we get done there and then we head over to the apartment. Well, when we get there, it's just like my buddy's Chris all Tucker like, on Friday. Put him Chris on the Tucker couch. on Friday. He's... It's just like her and a bunch of a bunch of after he exactly. smokes with the and they're all smoking out of this bong and i'm like 
all right, well, you know, I'm fucked up. I'm like, yeah, let me hit that. So I get up there and just take a huge rip. As soon as I hit it, the guy's like, blow out, blow out. And I'm like, all right, so I blow out. It just was like, Psh. What's the like, difference? If you, shit. when I take a bong rip, there ain't no blow out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to ghost that shit until, so <laughs> when he's like, blow out, if you ghost it, are you fucked? Like, what's the, what's the deal? I don't know. I don't, I'm not an expert. <laughs> I just, all I know is what the guy told me because I hit, I took a huge rip and I'm like, I think, uh, I, you know, I think, uh, I, I think you were like running down the street afterwards. Like, like, did we pull up something for you? I think this is how you were after you smoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, 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 <laughs> that's how I felt off of overdosing on shrooms. I wouldn't say I overdosed, but I definitely had a bad trip on my first trip of shrooms. See, I, I had a, see, I had a bad trip too. I, I ended up being by myself. I didn't have any weed to smoke, and it was just like it was terrible because you're on a cloud nine, ten, eleven, and then For it's like, hours. and it's immediate like stop, and it goes over with. And I was by myself, and you almost go into like a depression, and that yeah, was no, like when I was vulnerable. in college. Yeah, yeah, it makes you vulnerable. That's the thing about shrooms. Like there are certain levels of shrooms that you can take. And you can get past some some childhood traumas. You can get past, you know, there's there's therapeutic ways to take shrooms and do certain things because there's certain, you know, levels of your brain that have been through yeah, things that yeah. shrooms sometimes. Now, I love them. I love them. That's yeah, one of my sure. favorite I drugs. Top three for sure. See, I can't well, microdose. I've, I've tried to microdose and it's more like it, it's too much like partying during the day. So you take a pill, <laughs> you take a pill and you're like, oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. A few hours, you take another pill and then I'm like, I'm popping pills at four in, in the afternoon and then what you fucking end up at a strip club and then you're making bad decisions and your tuesday your tuesday day is completely gone turned into friday afternoon and you, you didn't miss three days of trading and a bunch of crazy shit that happened all because you were trying to microdose <laughs> uh, well i'll tell you i don't i don't know about that i mean shrooms i know that i know that has some really good effects really good effects on your brain it can do some good things for you but I will tell you, ice definitely does not do any good things for you. <laughs> for sure. You were probably scratching your did, face off. Bro, the only thing it did for me is just made me show some gay dude my butthole, I think. <laughs> Why we got to go through this with you every episode, bro? It's, it always turns into some motherfucking shit. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to come out on the podcast. I, I know. I've always known you were gay. Like, don't well, worry never, about it. You never denied rolling with me, though. I've tried to. You always came and chased me. The first, the first, the first time me and Chaz trained together, he um, he was on my back, of course, and some like weird shit. And he ends up banana split me, and he damn near fucking. I don't know if like listeners know what this is, but it's kind of like a inverted cradle. Like I don't know. Is that like a good way to put it? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's like a forced split. He forces you to split your legs. Yeah, from. Him being on your back, <laughs> and he's taking the legs this way. He damn near fucking tore my hamstring out. Ever since then, I, I had a hit out for him. I was like, you know what? This motherfucker that came in the first day, every time I go with him, like he's got to fucking answer to some problems. Bro. Dude, it was a complete accident, though. <laughs> it was a complete accident. Like, you know how I've always been a leg rider. I've always been a splatal guy, cradle guy. So I've got legs in. He bases up, and I could have done a hamstring ripper. I came over the top, and I switched it to, like, banana splits, and I was just trying to break him down. And 
And when I when I when I pulled it, I just pulled a little too hard and and like <laughs> I didn't know he was stiff as fuck like that. I'm stiff as fuck, bro. Like it takes me about two hours to get loose. I did, I didn't and practice is over like that. at that point. And I just pulled it a little too hard and I was like, it's so, I was like, God damn it, not day one, bro. Day one, yeah. new gym. I look like a turtle. I was like rolling around on the mat and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I came in day one. It was black zillions back then, and that's exactly what it was, bro. Bunch of black dudes, bunch of Brazilians, and then my white ass. And they're like, the minority. How's it this feel? Motherfucker, this motherfucker <laughs> hurt MJ. Get him. Get him. Get him. <laughs> I go crawling over like Rick James or Dave Chappelle. <laughs> like, like, what am I doing my legs? Like, get him, get him. <laughs> uh, we had some good times. Oh, though. shit. Good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some great times, bro, for sure, for sure. That, 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 though, that building up that animosity in the room, though, sometimes, not, not animosity, but that, like, uh, challenge competitive. you always need to be competitive in the room like if you go in the room and you're not competitive with someone you might as well just not even go into the room like yeah, like you that gotta compete you got to find ways to manufacture that competition night yeah and if you need to get your ass beat one day or something happens and you come in the next day like i don't know about a lot of people but i'm at a i'm at a gym i know you guys have been at gyms where every day is not an easy day like yeah, some some never, days it gets real rough. Like you got you're in there with real champions and jujitsu world champions and sambo champs, and you know they're coming over from Dagestan pulling crazy shit out of nowhere. And yeah, it's just a crazy game. Yeah. Some days you're the nail, some days you're the hammer. But yeah. the longer you learn how to beat both of them, the longer you learn how to deal with it. There's some guys that are just so stiff that they don't know how to be the nail when you're working with certain people. Sometimes there's guys that have just never been the nail that they don't know how to relax on being the hammer. You got to have that ebb and flow, man. That experience of that gym camaraderie while still competing, while still not trying to hurt everybody is uh, it's it's important, man. I don't fuck with no new guys. All yeah. uh, everybody I train with is someone I I know and been to their house type shit. Like I don't like that new shit. Yeah, you know, I think I think that's something good for like the younger guys, the younger guys to know like so if you're a younger guy coming up and you've done really well with your career thus far, but you've never been the nail in the room, you've never been, you've never gotten your ass kicked like on a pretty consistent basis, like to where you've had days where you're just like, fuck this. You had to work through <laughs> yeah. it. Dude, you're at the wrong place really. Cause, cause you see it though. You see it in fights. These guys, they get to take a step up. They go to the UFC, they go to the PFL, they go to Bellator. They take a step up one um, in competition and they start getting beat up and they just crumble. And it's guys yeah. that are very talented, but they've just never had the experience of just. What's that Um, that one young 45 pounder? He's like 18. He got that fucked up chin. Oh, right no, he's, th he's he's a 35er, bro. He I guess he was down here training not too long ago. I didn't see him, but. Yeah, but he's, he's the type to me, in my opinion, from the outside looking in, I don't, I don't know nobody's training Hello. facilities and shit like that. that. But he looks like boy. he's always been the hammer. He ain't never been the nail. He ain't never had no OGs come and, and, and whoop that ass and be like, all right, humble yourself or or calm that shit down. I mean, he got, got beat up. Tomorrow. I mean, he got beat up in, in, what, in his first or second his UFC fight. fight. Yeah. No, no, he won his last fight. He ended up knocking the dude out. They gave him some... 
You know, they they gave him a guy to build up. Like we all know how the UFC works. Like they gotta yeah. they gotta build these guys. Like he's definitely yeah, bro, talented. Bro. Too bad he's not marketable. I'm sorry, bro. Like I am yeah. I'm fucking sorry. Yeah, I saw him driving. I saw him driving and, and, and damn that chin and that nose. And I can't like he's, he's, no he's a kid, bro. He's a kid. He's a kid, bro. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Like he's a kid. I'm a b I'm not gonna talk about him. Just not. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna give him a pass, bro. Fuck that. You know, I'm gonna give fuck that. that. <laughs> fuck that. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I'm not one to make fun of people. I don't make fun of people. It's too easy. I think it's just. <laughs> Did you see the video where somebody dubbed over when he was talking? They were like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that video. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a there's a, there's a there's another meme of a uh, a sub dog with his face pushed in. and somebody said it was him too. Like I just I'm gonna let the little man breathe, bro. Because honestly, but it's not about it's not about the um you know what the people are saying about it. It is that um, bravado that he gives off that makes you want to be like, bro, sit the fuck down, like. He doesn't have enough time being the nail in a good gym where there's OGs to, to kind of calm that temperament. Well, the thing is, all these all, all, all these young kids are, yeah, all, all these young kids are talented. You know, they're very talented, but I always, everybody say, oh, it's a young man's game. Like, I disagree. I think this is a veteran's, I think this is a veteran's, like a damn near chess match experience game. Like, these kids can't fight, and that's a big thing they're talented they they're great athletes they're talented they're great athletes they can get the game but they just when it comes down to like fighting fighting they can't yeah. do it case in point if you guys watch um edson fight the uh young black kid the nigerian kid sodique yeah he's a he, he's a great fighter he, he does this but i mean i wouldn't say great fighter. he's a great athlete he had him hurt yeah. he couldn't finish him edson took that fight over I mean that kid. That he's that talented, but that kid too. can't fight. He can't fight at that level. Edson's been fighting. He's been around for years. Yeah. He knows the game, and he got in and got I a great that, one. I can say that even for myself. I'm not gonna put Saduk out there and be like, "Yeah, he did all those things." I'm a 45 pounder too myself. So even in my last fight, I told um, you know, in the interviews, I was like, "There's nothing I haven't seen. There's nothing I haven't experienced." And you know, I've been in the fight game for a little bit. But even in my young, youthful fight experience, that fight was something I hadn't seen yet. Of course, I'm now more privy to what it would be like if someone stormed the castle and, and barraged me like that. But I still needed that and a couple of more different experiences in the cage to give me that kind of like that veterinarian stripe. Because yeah. I still feel as though as much as, as as old as I am, I still feel like there are stripes to be gained in the game of mixed martial arts and only... You can only get those stripes while having that experience. You can't do that as a young man. You can't. It's different you can't even getting bombed on those platforms to be in that situation as a young guy. Yeah, Chaz, you've had some tough fights for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, you get your you get your ass beat a little bit, and then you you have to make a decision at times. Like, am I going to fight, or am I am I going to take a beating, or am I just going to go out on my shield and fight? You know, I mean, that's just kind of. Kind of what you gotta do. So but. crazy story. Chaz has beaten three or four guys on our team, and he has came <laughs> in, in, in our gym to fucking trade with him. 
Like to trade with him as a BR teammate, and now our brother. Like it's fucking crazy how the fight game works. Like it's crazy oh, yeah. because at some point Chaz was probably like the number one enemy, public enemy number one for some of these guys because he beat. I mean, like two or three for sure. So yeah, it's um yeah, it's just a it's a wild game, and you know another guy in our gym is fought in like. Two or three people, Chaz included, where guys have fought them and came out with wins, and they came back and trained with them. So, only in the fight game can somebody be able to wash their hands with it. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, you, I you gotta have I a treat. short memory, though. You have to have a short memory all around. I mean, it's like, what what are you gonna do? You can't hold on to that stuff. I mean, we're all just guys trying to uh, provide, provide for our families. We're doing a job. And uh, at the end of the day, you got to go where you're going to get better because it's a selfish sport. At the same time, you have to have a crazy short memory. You got to forget about that crazy knockout you got in your last fight because you can't just fall in love with knocking people out because it's not not always going to win you the fight. You got to forget about getting knocked out in your last fight because you can't go in there with a fear of getting knocked out because that's going to get you knocked out again. So it's it's like the memory has to be short. That's just the way the, the this fight game is. Yeah, I go into it. I got the mindset. I've I just like I've been I guess knocked out from the Emmett fight, but Diego when he knocked out, like my mindset right now is, I think that the next guy I fight thinks that he can do the same thing because Diego landed it. So my mindset is, all right, motherfucker, come try to knock me out. Like please, like I'll. Yeah. Like, you know, we're going to fight. You're going to have a chance. Like, come on and come do it. Like, instead yeah, that of... That may have happened to me, but I want to see you fucking do it. Yeah, That's for sure. I, I'm not I'm not worried about, oh, my God, I don't want to get knocked out again because I forgot about the shit. Like, I can't even... I didn't even know it happened, so... Yeah. Like, <laughs> so what the fuck do I care about? You know, I'm like... <laughs> I'm not scared. I didn't even fucking know. Like, what the fuck? Like, 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 what happened? I was beating his ass. What you mean I got knocked out? Really? I don't believe you, bro. I don't believe it. (laughs) But, yeah, um, yeah, that's that's, a crazy thing about this game, man. It's crazy. Crazy game, but it's like, that's what makes it so cool. That's what makes it so, like, such a draw. Such a draw. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about uh, trilogies, right? Like, I'm. I'm not even trilogies, but maybe you know the second matchup after a loss or something. I'm I'm working on my trilogy with, with fucking Karen Wade as we know, and um, you know obviously going through this camp what three times. There was a fourth time that we didn't fight, but I've been he's been on my radar for a minute, and just kind of being in the ebbs and flows of like yeah man I I already know exactly you know I fought this man for fifteen you know shit thirty. 30 minutes already, 15 minutes the first time, 15 minutes the second time. Um, there isn't much nuances in a camp that I'm really working on. You know, stay in shape, get in shape, go to the cues, uh, the things that we did great. But how do you guys, you know, develop uh, that n- new sh- that nuance that you might need to get the victory that you may not gotten last time? How did you guys see the trilogies going? Uh, personally, I've only, I've only rematched somebody. I've only rematched one person ever. Uh, I rematched Daniel Pineda. Uh, I kneebarred him the first time and the second time. <laughs> but That's but one of those you didn't learn. Yeah, yeah. Like the the fights went completely different, but I just ended up with a knee bar both times. Having said that, though, I love Pineda. Uh, we're we're actually buddies. I, I I love the guy. He's he's awesome. I'm not I'm not talking any sort of shit on him. That was fucking right, right. ten years ago. You know, 
But, yeah. uh, but knowing knowing that you got him with a knee bar the first time, I bet getting you know even though the fight was different, getting in that position to be like, oh shit, all right, you know you know where we are, you know how I got yeah. it last time. Let me see if this shit works. Yeah. I've never. Yeah, I, I, dude, it was wild. I, I didn't expect it. I, that's not what I was thinking going into it. I wasn't thinking like, all right, I don't want to be looking for that knee bar because I already hit him with it. I was thinking, all right, he's gonna shut that down, and I know that he he worked. He worked to shut that down. It just, dude, it just went that way. It's just too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just funny. Too good. I don't have too much experience with the rematches or trilogies. I mean, shit, let me think of my long, like, 50 damn fight career. No, I don't think I've ever fought anybody twice. Uh, me and wow. Tony Ferguson came close with the big thing that happened with him and Khabib, where Khabib weighed in and he had to go to the hospital. And um, they needed somebody to fill in. Like, literally, it was like fight day or the morning of weigh-ins. So I'm in Vegas coincidentally for the fight, you know, but I'm not finna fight. I'm there partying. Like, of course. <laughs> Party boy that fights. Like, hey, hello, it's me. Like, <laughs> fuck am I doing? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm being done. I'll pass it with flying colors, baby. What you talking about? The drugs I take are not PEDs, brother. Trust me. <laughs> they are not helping my performance by any means, okay? <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> But um, but well, yeah. So is, is you like that while, while we have that break? Is you started because I just got you started on on PFL. So you started just came to us, and they hit they uh, uh um my age my my coach called me and was like, yo, you started here. I happened to be in Hawaii at the time, and and then after he called me and was like, yo, you started here. Then I got a random phone call from that number, and they were like, hey, where is this Usada? We're at your gym, and I'm like, well. That sucks because I'm on a beach in Hawaii. Like, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, deal, with before, I don't deal with you side anymore. I don't deal with you side anymore. Yeah. You, so basically, <laughs> you have to fill out. You got. You have to go fill out that like uh, questionnaire. It's just like an app, like places that you'll be. So when you're traveling, you're supposed to fill that out and tell them where you'll be, two spots where you'll be each day, so they know, so they can randomly come. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a little story about my Usada guy. When I was living in South Florida, I was at Sanford. Uh, you know, I was training with Mike down there. And uh, I, my apartment was like, you know, probably a mile from the beach. So I had just fought recently. Me, my, my girl and I were down at the beach with some friends getting fucked up. I mean, we were getting fucked up on the beach. And uh, we went to this little beachside bar. And I get a phone call. So it's a, it's a number I don't recognize. I'm like, what the fuck? It's on like a Saturday afternoon. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I answer it, and it's Usada guy. He's like, yo, this is uh, what blah, blah, blah from Usada. I'm at your apartment gate. And I was like, well, I got news for you, dude. I'm not there. I was like, but I am a mile down the road at this bar. If you want to come here. And he's like, yeah, stay there. I'll come down there. I'm like, all right, cool. He comes down there. So we do our thing. I got to unwrap all the packages and stuff like that. We go into the bathroom. And it's a small little bathroom. It's an outside bar on the beach. It's a small. Your stories bathroom. always convert with you as some other dude, half <laughs> naked with some assholes or something. It's a small bathroom. I hope it's got I know. a journal and it's got a toilet like with a with a stall, and that's it. It's tiny. So me and him go into the stall, and they gotta watch you pee. They're like they literally have to stand there and watch you hold your dick. So it's not. Like they're right next to you, bro. I've did damn near fifty tests, and they have never watched me hold my dick. I knew you were on some gay shit, bro. I don't know who you got. 
they stand there and literally watch me pee. Okay, continue. Continue your story. Anyways, so the guy's standing there. We're in the stall. This drunk dude comes in and he goes, oh my God, are there two guys in that stall? Or, oh my God, are there two people in that stall? And I, I go, can a guy not just get his dick sucked in peace? <laughs> <laughs> and like, and I was like, no, no. You heard this dude open the door and run out the door. And you know how, like, when a door, he's like, oh my God, this guy's getting a blowjob. Screaming to the whole bar. So when we did, when we walk out of that bar, every single eye in that bar was on us. They were like, "You should have came out. You you should have came out and and zipped your pants up and moving out. and moving your waist and zipping your pants up and patted them on the back. You should have smacked them on the ass and said, thank you, bro. Get the fuck out of here.' Hey, hey, here's your tip. Ah, uh, that's funny. That's a good sport. If that, if it, it, I mean, it's. Crazy. No other sports are really like that. Um, if it was only that easy, like baseball, for instance, shout out to the Texas Rangers for winning the World yeah. Series. That I'm sorry, Chaz, but that nobody watched or had any idea I was going know. on. I watched. <laughs> I watched. I'm from I was in Arizona and I didn't know the Diamondbacks were playing. I was like, what the fuck's going on? They're like, it's the World Series. <laughs> well, why did it get swept under the rug? Well, this is the Rangers' first ever World Series win in, in their franchise history. Uh, the Diamondbacks were probably the last seed coming into the playoffs. The Rangers, we got in with the wild card. We just both, both teams played our asses off, and then we ended up in the World Series. It should have been a real compelling story, but unfortunately, you know, I mean, it didn't get a lot of views. But, dude, one of the best things that's happened to me in my lifetime so far. I'm a huge baseball fan, huge Rangers fan. You know why I didn't get covered that well? Because a brother was the star of that series. What's the black dude on the Rangers team? He's Cuban. Oh, he's Cuban? He's close enough, bro. He's, he's a brother. He's black. He's, he's black. Cool. He's black Cuban, right. so that's the brother. My the boxing boat, coach... My, stopped early. We yeah. Stop before my, we got here. Stop <laughs> my boxing coach, my boxing coach is Cuban. Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia is who you're talking about. That's not the Bambino guy? That they were, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that's it. Why are they call oh, Bombino? Bombino. That's what they call you know it. Why they call it Bombino? Because his head looks like a light bulb. That's like Bombi. Bombi is like light bulb in Cuban or something. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, Bombi. I was like, how yeah, why is it? El Bombi is what they call him, but I call him Bombino because like <laughs> Babe Ruth. Man, you guys should fucking why you guys don't watch baseball? Yeah, I know who Babe Ruth is. Like the Jackie fuck, Robinson? <laughs> like, I, I know Jackie who Robinson, is, of course. The Mexican that that came over to Ken Griffey Jr. Bro, I'm upset that he got hurt and like he probably would have been the greatest baseball player ever. Ken Griffey Jr. was one of the greatest baseball players. Yeah, but he got hurt and he had a can't like he he didn't fulfill his playing time. No, dude, he was. But I mean, he was still great. Of course, yeah. Okay, he was great, but when people discuss like great great baseball players he's usually not the first one people say because nobody like the real baseball fans obviously know him but like the trendy people don't like they know all the people that are in the well i'll press. tell you i'll tell you right now yep one of the players that possibly the player that could 
potentially be the greatest, one of the greatest baseball players of all time if he stays healthy. Ronald Acuna Jr. is he plays for the Braves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He can he can hit. Man, he can. Whatever. Uh, what the fuck happened to Yasiel Puig? Wasn't he supposed to be really good? Who? Like Yasiel Puig or Puig Yasiel? Oh yeah, Puig was Puig was really good. Really good. Right for a minute there, he was gonna be like the next big thing, and then it fizzled out or some shit. Oh, I mean, he's no, he, he had great career too. See he that? Disgusting. He used to lick his bat before he. I mean, everybody's got their got their little things they do. I mean, that's a sport too. That would it be great without PDs? Like we wouldn't see the Barry Bonds or the Mark McGuire's or the what's the guy that played for the A's? Um, Sammy Sosa. Yeah, but what's the Johnny Damon? Is that the guy that played for the A's? Yeah, like you don't. Because Chaz, I know you wanted to talk about the PDs and how they go in. Like, would baseball be as popular it would back then? Like, here's but here's my thing. Why well, why does it matter in baseball? <clears throat> why does it matter? Like you're talking about performance enhancing drugs and they're baseball. not going to kill anybody. You're not going to kill anybody. Yeah. You're out there playing a game of, of baseball, basketball. You know, I mean, football's a little different. You're taking a lot of shots to the head. Fighting is different. You're taking yeah. you're taking shots to the head. You boxing, I mean, you could kill somebody. I mean, baseball, what if a guy throws 120 Miles power fastball because he's all juiced up, and he just cracks some dude right. In. Man, that's some rookie of the year shit. <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> if he gets in the right PEDs. What if what if homie what if homie clears the bench and he got the Roy Ray problem out of nowhere? He bring a bat to the middle of the cage, like you know. Yeah, we've well, seen we've like, seen baseball players fight. Somebody just got knocked out. It was like a big thing. Somebody got uh, my swept. question is, why is it all the white sports that is allowed to fight? Hockey, you're allowed to fight. Baseball, you're allowed to fight. No, Rugby, they can't really they fight. Fighting. They just fight. Like hockey, they kind of shut fighting down because it kind of took too long. So I they don't really. Too many black people were getting in the sport. That's what I think. <laughs> you think what? Too many black people was coming in. That's name four or five niggas on the ice. That's name one. Right name <laughs> one black person in the NHL. Go. I can't do that. Shit. I, can't, I know what he looks like. I know what he looks like. Pat Subban is there. black, right? Pat Subban yeah. is that his name? The guy that used to play for Buffalo. Uh, yeah. Pat. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I the only reason I know him because I'm the fucking shit at NHL hits. Yeah. Right, well, so. I, sl I slipped on black ice the other day. It froze over here, and I slipped on. You know how I knew it was black ice? Because you didn't see it, and it was dark. No, when I got up, I was missing my wallet and my keys. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one, Chaz. <laughs> there you go. There you go, you racist motherfucker. That's some bullshit, bro. Like, Yo, wait. you think um, you think they should put uh, that dude who was gambling on on uh, what's his name, Ro Pete Rose? I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Fuck you, yeah. talking about and Barry Bonds. Damn, how old are you? He was you? betting on his own team, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was throwing games, though, too. Oh, was he? I don't think he was yeah. throwing them. I think he was just competing in them. I mean, he should have had a better bookie. I mean, these guys can't be, <laughs> like, spreading propaganda and telling themselves. I, 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 think he should be in, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think, uh, you know, as a player, I don't think that that changes anything of who he was as a player. So is Mark McGuire in the Hall of Fame? He's not, but he should be. And they took him out because like, they took out Barry Bonds. So they took out everybody that got caught, right? 
Is that what uh, it is? I think so. I yeah. Did Danny Sosa so what are they going to do with Fernando Tatis? Is he going to be able to go into the Hall of Fame? He got popped too. I don't know. I don't know. I, I You know, another thing too he can is play nowadays, too. drugs are different too. Like, hear me out. Drugs are a little different nowadays because back then it's like. Yeah, meth head. We know drugs are different. Yeah. You heard steroids and it was just one step. People were like, oh, steroids. It's one motherfucking steroid. Dude, you're, you're juicing, bro. You're taking steroids. Now, I mean, there's all different types of steroids. You can all kinds of shit. You could be taking things just for cardio. You could be taking, take, I mean, dude, you could cutting, bulking. I mean, you anything, you name it. You, there's a drug for it. So, you know, I mean, yes, could they be performance enhancing? Yes, but whatever, dude. I, I don't even think. You, think, you think I mean, the other sports, it really shouldn't matter because they're not physically hurting each other. They couldn't yes. potentially kill one another. I Yes, that's exactly yeah, what I I guess, yeah. What I think, about karate? I the way the world's going, we should just let BEDs be in baseball and just soup up the league. Put some walkout music on every time a motherfucker comes to bat. And get let them be roided up. See them taking roids in the dugout and come out and hit a hundred fucking... Why the fuck not? <laughs> Hell yeah. Shooting up in the dugout. Walking Let's out. get it. Right now, I'm gonna show y'all my performance. Right the fuck now. Let's see y'all how I much like it enhanced. I like it, dude. Hey, it might end up working that way. Let's uh, let's start our own league. <laughs> Juiced up league. No drug tests. Yeah. <laughs> Major league juice but if league. You hit, if you hit a player with the ball, that's a five game suspension. Yeah, nah, yeah, for the person that got hit, because <laughs> like, that's how it should <laughs> Only be. If they fall down. <laughs> Only if they fall down. Like if I hit him, I get a raise. That's some skill. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, as far as PEDs are concerned with me, I don't. As long as you're not in a combat sport, I don't give a shit. But you know, obviously there are rules for a reason. So people need to abide by the rules. I've never, I've never taken a performance enhancing drug in my life. Obviously, you can tell by looking at my body structure. Yeah, but I do know what you've taken. So, meth yeah. head, meth head, you fucking <laughs> meth head. That's what he is. I, I will. <laughs> Like, oh, I do know what you're taking. I'm like, dick. dick. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, was like, dick. I was waiting. I was, I was trying to, I was trying to process a comeback for when he said dick. Oh uh, like, no, see, y'all see where y'all minds are, bro. Y'all minds are in the gutter. I'm not thinking about dick homos. Like, bro, you started. There out we go. We're gonna uh, get canceled. Right, really the show's over now. I, I said a word I shouldn't have said. They're gonna come after me heavy. But on you that said, note. Yeah. You said the F-A-G word within the first Yeah, he five did. Seconds. I heard that. Yeah, too. and I said, gang, fuck, come get me, bro. Like, what the fuck they going to do? Like, <laughs> you know where we at. Yeah, we know where we at. <laughs> On that note, three pros in a pot, guys. Great show today, tonight, if however you, you guys count, see it. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys soon, guys. Shout out always. To myself, Chaz Kelly, Skelly, Kelly Skelly, and Batman Bubba Jenkins. Bad things. <laughs> Let's get it. Uh, yep. Guys, make sure you go to YouTube, Apple TV. No, Apple TV's wrong. Guys, make sure you go to YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and Spotify. Like, listen, and subscribe to the page. I got to get better at that. I will. Don't worry, guys. But, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>
We're out. Hey.